All right. Set my coffee down. Yes, please do. <laughs> Put down your fish sticks and your steak sauce. Yeah, we got fish no, sticks. No, I'm done with that. That's gone. I'm, I've moved on oh, to the oh, pop ding dong. coffee. No, 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 no. I, I've moved on to Pop-Tarts and coffee. <laughs> Cheese boys <laughs> and Twinkies. Oh, I haven't had a Twinkie in forever. Problem is, Hostess is not as good as it used to be, though. Did I tell you about the guy who I read, who I who I was standing in front of who was standing in front of me in the in the supermarket line? Old guy, really old, like white haired guy, like balding. He's got yeah. two big jugs. He got two big jugs of vodka, two big jugs of like orange juice. He's got like six boxes of family size boxes of pop tarts. He's got two. He's got two six packs. Of like protein drinks from Atkins, and then he's got like a bottle of Tabasco. Oh my gosh! Wow, and I'm like that's a party. Can we, can yeah, we say that's what I said. Follow him home. Woo! <laughs> like, Nobody light a man. Can I move in? Can I get an invite? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What, time, what time's the party? Yeah, the time is right I, now. Welcome, everybody, yeah. to the news of the squared. I'm driving Ivory Bear here with Jeff and Mike, here to do the groovy thing we call the news that you may have never heard, and nobody else will tell you, but we will. What do you say, guys? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The only thing that guy was missing was a pack of Funyuns. <laughs> or I haven't had Funyuns. Funyuns. Oh, my gosh. I used to love Funyuns. Yeah, they're overrated, though, aren't they? I mean, they're cool, but they don't – you don't get nearly enough, and they're kind of – you know, they seem cool, and then after a while, you're like, why did I buy Funyuns? Well, that's why that's why you do it like once in a great while. It's one of those – You want a taste of it just to remember what it tastes like, and it's like, I can't have these. Yeah, no. I can't do these no more. Not, Speaking not of like tasty that. tidbits, we've got our news stories from our <laughs> chief, co- many of them from our chief correspondent, Scott. Scott! Scott! Mr. Brown, yes. Apparently he's got some sort of uh, taco f- taco flavored toilet paper or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Taco, something on our- taco Bell uh, strength. Uh, taco Bell strength toilet paper. Fiesta oh, size. Scott. Yes, <laughs> Oh my God! It's on our page. You can check it out on the Facebook. Page. Oh, I, I plan on it now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, All Jeff. Right. You want to start? Sure. Oh, sure. Give me the strip club story. I got it. I see how this all works. <laughs> well, well, you what? are the uh, resident expert of these things. Well, yeah. The, well, this is a uh, uh, sexually active uh, person. Okay, so this is from. Uh, Hold on a second. Where what where is this from? Um, I guess it might be the Houston Chronicle. Um, a side of glitter. Would you like a side of glitter with that burger? Thanks to COVID nineteen, Houston is home to Texas' first drive-through strip club. Okay. I feel like we've talked about stuff like this before, though. Like this has been I done. I feel I like we've done this. But maybe not here. Um, 
Maybe on another state or something. Maybe another state or something. Okay, so fans of exotic dancing and eating in your car, uh, then Vivid Gentlemen's Club is probably your kind of kind of pandemic paradise. The struggling Houston-based strip club now has a drive-through. This is the problem. Yep, it's like Burger King, only there's dancing. So the fries suck there too. Is that what you're telling me? Um, <laughs> black. So black metal barricades separate the dancers from the cars, and dollar bills litter the asphalt between the white siding of the tent walls. The purplish blue light casts a familiar to clubgoers ambiance over the scene, but obvious reminders of pandemic remain. Uh, some of the performers are in face masks. By the way, I have seen from other states, because I've seen other states now promoting that their strip clubs open. Can I just tell you how fucking funny it is to watch the fact that they're all in masks, but they're freaking practically like in bikinis. And I'm like, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't this defeat... Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> this might be... This might seem like a gimmick, but a serious business. Uh, ever since Governor Abbott issued an executive order directing all bars and restaurants to be shut down, back in March, hundreds of thousands of bartenders, servers, and entertainers have been out of work, including the staff at Vivid's Gentleman's Club. Uh... Uh, mm-hmm. While restaurants are now allowed to operate at 50% capacity and bars are, are still currently shut down uh, with a go-to option for go- to-go sales, strip clubs fall in that gray area between bars and restaurants, depending on the business. Uh, strip clubs, where the buns are something else. Um, <laughs> in an effort to dedicate the, dedicated the, to their helping their staff, uh, they decided to take their shot at a drive through experience, becoming Texas' first drive through strip club. All right, I'm going to stop. I don't even want to go any further than this. I don't feel like reading anymore. This this is the part where I kind of laugh, which is why. Well, why? Exotic dancers <laughs> got to eat too? I, okay, yeah, they got well, I'm, okay I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not even going to. Nope, nope. Every gotta, comment I want to make. That, <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the comment about eating alone. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Everything that's in my mind is just going to be I can bad. smell it from here, Jeff. I, I, I mean, it's just everything. Oh, oh boy. Going the break back through. to the Houston drive through strip club. I mean, I just don't. Nude ain't rude, but buns are fun. Come I mean, on down because everything's done. <clears throat> What's the point? I mean, if you're just stuck in the car... <laughs> If you're stuck in the car, why? I mean, <laughs> boobies. I, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't. But isn't public? I mean, they got to be in bikinis. They can't show their tits, otherwise they're going to get arrested for public indecency. Well, I'm assuming yeah, there's exactly. like an what inside. The, what the point of driving? They're going to be in masks, so it's already funky because they're in masks. The fact that they're scantily clothed just kind of defeats the purpose of the mask what what okay you're wearing a mask but the rest of you ain't got nothing going on really <laughs> come on what am i supposed to do well just i just i mean look, okay so i'm looking at <laughs> well okay it. i'm looking at what's here and it looks like the it's some sort of like just from the picture it looks like some sort of tent or something where you drive through. Right. So Could if be it's just big, like some that, big canopy that, that's, that's a drive through. Right. Right. But you're right. right it doesn't up, look like right a, I mean, obviously. Peter, scantily clad, 
woman, Fatima. That's right. Little Egypt here waiting for you. Just one right. thing. Right. I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. I, but people I, can I, still I, hear I through where the cars drive in and out. So it's still, you know, it might, the parking lot of the strip club might okay. be public, Let's private just, property. I would feel bad to be the car behind, to be in the car behind a guy in front of me whose car is going up and down while he's doing one of the, one of the dancers. Hmm. Um, <laughs> look, there are plenty of ways to do this on your computer or your laptop. Okay. It's not, it's not needed. All right. What, what do we got next, Mike? Okay, well, this one, this was an image posted from Gabriel Iglesias's uh, Facebook page, apparently that he 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 gives out these special edition uh, Funko Pops. Now, I don't collect Funko Pops, but I know people who do, and some of them can go for crazy money, especially if they're like limited runs. I mean, it's some people like, gotta get them all, and uh-huh. it's weird how the last couple of years how Funko Pops have really blown up as far as uh popularity and and such but apparently um he posted on facebook saying i give out special edition signed funkos to people i think are fans for free and then they do this where he shows a screenshot of an ebay auction where it's the gabriel fluffy iglesias funko pop that's signed by him in gold uh ink gold like a gold pen and it's currently on eBay for $15,200. See, that's, that's the bad thing about any of those products. Any celebrity I mean, autographs, you know? Yeah. There's people I mean, like, you know, hey, it's awesome to meet you. I can't wait. And then there's people who are like, going right to eBay. Can you, can you that, sign us yeah, to eBay? The whole, yeah, the whole hoard and turn thing. It happens in every uh, fan aspect or every entertainment aspect where, you know, you get a autograph. Oh yeah. Great. Got my album signed by this dude. Now I'm going right. to turn around. And- but I mean, like, think of it, dude, dude. I mean, really? I mean, that's if right. you that's get so, something signed, right. Ivan, Ivan, let's real life here. If you get something signed by a celebrity and then like a year later, you find out that it's going for $15,000. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting that on Craigslist. I mean, 15 grand is like, that's a, that's a good chunk of change. That'll yeah. set, that'll no, change your life. That can change your I mean, lifestyle. That's my question. My question. That's my question. Is did it actually get? Yeah, 15, but they're currently 000? currently fifty. Though the image shows like an eBay page of currently fifty one bids. So could we just people shooting the 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 cost up? But I don't know. I'd have to do a little. I mean, bit I'm of kind of surprised here. that anybody would pay fifteen thousand for this for a fun co-pop. Well, it's it's not unlikely, like, you know, in in real life, there are okay. people. Current eBay oh. auctions. Here, here, check this out. Yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, okay. This is so, okay, so I'm filtering it for uh, completed auctions and sold items. So apparently, yeah, that's $15,000 is bullshit because they're going signed for like 40 bucks. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's... Uh, Forty to fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's why. But I was, still, that's I yeah. Gonna, but fifteen thousand. That's yeah. That's changed from nothing okay. to forty, fifty bucks. So. Now they're like the sold auctions go from like anywhere between forty and sixty. See, and but he's color, and, he's, and he's signed them in different colored ink, different well, colored but, pens. But, but anyway, so. Not right. But still, that's that's a quandary. I mean, hey man. 15k is that's nothing to sneeze at for sure, especially men of our lifestyles. But, but but, no, I mean, I'm beyond like you know 
autographs from most people. You know, I get a lot. I have a a lot of uh, signed by voice actors from various TV shows, but no, I'm not. Uh, but no, I'm not. Not not about uh, hunting down uh, autographs for flipping them. That's bullshit. That's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm upset over. Well, I if mean, you want to make, if you guys want to make yourself feel better, if you guys want to make yourself feel better, uh-huh. um, I'm I'm not gonna go through and read them all, but I did read, I did laugh my ass off at some of this stuff. It's on the Facebook page, on our Facebook page, Squares the Roundtable, uh, the Facebook page, which is there's, um, there was this uh, picture about if you're having a rough day, just go to Amazon and read the reviews for Haribo's sugar-free gummy bears. Um, and the link is on the page. I'm telling you right now, there's some funny ass stuff in there, and you will die out laughing. I there's so sugar much free it, gummy bears. What's the point? You're missing the point. Just go read it. Uh, let's 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 yeah. let's read a couple. No, yeah, you no read, then you go then you go read them. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll tell you, there's too much stuff here. There's well, too just, many of them. Just, 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 yeah, there's two. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Just, just, just yeah, now it. he's understanding. Just go to the Amazon page and just type in Haribo, H-A-R-I-B-O, sugar. You don't even have to type, it in. Have to type it in. The, yeah. the link's right on the The page. link is there on the Squares page. But yeah, now Mike's seeing Even the headlines. Now, Some of the headlines yeah, are Mike, awesome. Yeah. No, that's why I've said there's too much. Okay. We, could be, we could do an entire show on that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's that much. Okay. Um, wow. yeah. Um, are you, are, I don't know about you, Mike. I'm, I'm still wavering on the Yoda, baby Yoda tiki mug. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it or not. Um, tiki mug. Yeah. There's all yeah. kinds of tiki mugs. Oh, 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 brother. Here we go. Actually, what? I saw the little black series baby Yoda. I was in a target last week and I saw the little baby Yoda. It's like, like the, the, the height of a silver dollar. Because it's to scale with the one sixth or the one twelfth, the Black Series, Star mm-hmm. Wars, and it's like super small, and they want like ten bucks for it. Like, probably find someone to three D print one for you know like a buck or two. But Baby Yoda, it's all about the Baby Yoda. So um, apparently, while we were gone, there was a situation in the there was a situation apparently where there was an art. Apparently, there was a hostage situation. Apparently in the Ukraine, I'm assuming this is all done by now. But um, the reason we're bringing this up is is because apparently one of the demands that the the armed man made was including the forcing the president of the Ukraine to encourage everyone to watch the feature film with uh, with the Oscar winner Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> um. <laughs> that, that apparently, he demanded uh, plan, plan, President Zelensky endorse the 2005 documentary film Earthlings, in which Phoenix narrates. Um, okay. Apparently, he actually this guy actually did it. The president did. He president posted a short message on Facebook writing, "Everybody watch the 2005 documentary Earthlings," which later he deleted. Uh, the feature film was written by <laughs> Sean Munson and uh, who collaborated with Phoenix on multiple vacations. Um, hmm. Obviously, they got this guy, but um, it was a 12-hour yeah, stand-up. The hostage was uh, diffused. Yeah, right. But but apparently, this was one of his demands was, was to have that done. So there's that. 
not nearly as funny. Um, when we have, we don't have, oh, we, we should talk about this on the Square Show, which is the best erotic podcast. We're not going to do that here. Um, well, we talked about the chick from Facts of Life talking about vibrators. Yeah, that's that, about as close as we get to. That, uh, yeah. To, yeah, that's uh, supposed to we got. <laughs> um, so apparently, <laughs> apparently, get this. So this is from CNN. That's always fun when we get weird stories from CNN. Um, there's a satanic temple offering the devil's advocate scholarship. Okay, so uh, a satanic temple wants to help uh, high school graduates pursue their higher education with its devil's advocate scholarship. The organization, which fights for separation well, uh, between religion and public affairs, will sift through submissions of 2020 graduates and award two winners $500 in scholarship money. Uh, interested applicants are, are asked to submit a creative response in form of an essay, poem, work of art, or film answering one of or two questions. Uh, one asks what the applicant has done to promote the temple's tenets and mission. The other asks the description of a teacher who crushed your spirit, undermined your self-confidence, and made you hate every minute you were forced to be in school. Um, Would you be presented the scholarship by Al Pacino? Um, I have no idea. The scholarship up application um, was open already uh, as of when they initially did this, within two days, they had 50 applications. Um, and it's been a couple weeks since then. Um, the organization's founder, a guy by the name of Malcolm Jerry, so the idea came about when a high school student emailed him to ask him for a letter of recommendation for a religious scholarship that was being offered at her school. Why would you go there? <laughs> I was disappointed that she did not receive the scholarship. No, gee, I wonder why. And saw that saw that moment as an opportunity to offer our own scholarship that reflects our values. Uh, he says, in addition to promoting our values by honoring those who engage in pro-social rugged individualism, the scholarship allows a student a rare opportunity to be critical of the institution that only rewards psych- sycophantic adulteration. Good lord! Uh, the group headquartered in Salem, Massachusetts. Gee, what a guess. Uh, says the mission is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people. Uh, members believe that Satan is a literary construct, not a being. Uh, the Satanic's web, Satanic Temple's website says the group advocates a pursuit of knowledge, but believes people confuse learning and schooling. Students are often expected to praise their school in, in spite of the fact that many students are endure unconscionable abuse at the hands of faculty, administrator, and their peers. Uh, it's common to hear a successful person talk about a teacher who inspired them, but they never acknowledge that there were 13 years of school that were just quite fortunate if they came across the right just one. Um, hmm. well, <laughs> this goes on for a little bit. Hail but Satan. I, Here's 500 bucks. Uh, maybe that's that, maybe that's how you become a stripper to, at a at a uh, in a Houston drive-thru. drive-through. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking that's how that happens. Um, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm beating you to this one. There's no way I'm letting you do this one. 
There's no way I am letting you be the one who talks about the New York Post article about the man who stole the three-foot-tall, 40-pound dildo from a Las Vegas sex shop. <laughs> it's on the New York Post website. You show the footage from the video camera. The security yeah. cams. Uh, maybe he was too hard up to afford it. A hardened crook. Hardened crook. That's horrible. Oh, uh, my God. Off. What a dick. A cockamamie. Oh, wait. It's worse. A cockamamie crime. Oh, man. That's bad. <laughs> By swiping a giant dildo from a Las Vegas sex shop, according to TMZ. Because if anybody would know about that, it's TMZ. Uh, the mask. Uh, the guy was masked. Was uh, captured on video as he strode into the Deja Vu Love Boutique in Sin City on July 14th, grabbed a massive three-foot-tall, 40-pound member standing on the sales floor. Uh, he got he got it up over his right shoulder and nonchalantly left the premises and crammed the dildo into his vehicle and drove off. <laughs> Uh, this is from a staffer there, quote, by the name of Ryan Carlson, quote, sadly, the pandemic has encouraged even the scummiest of scumbags to steal the strangest products from innocent, from innocent businesses. Uh, (laughs) the landmark item in the store is worth nearly $2,000. $2,000 dildo? Wow. That's a lot of 40 pounds. Hmm. Uh, so if you see, uh, this is the quote, that's great. So if you see, if you happen to see a three foot penis sitting around, turn in, please turn in the six foot dick who stole it. We can only hope that the thief <laughs> finds Jesus and returns the item or law finds him and throws him in prison where he belongs. Uh, another store worker named Laura, who declined to give her last name, gee, I wonder why, uh, said that the formidable fall- phallus is named Moby, presumably in homage to Moby Armar. Dick. Yep. Moby Dick. Um, Honestly, I never read it. Apparently, you can Neither buy it on. Apparently, you can buy this dildo on Amazon, where it lists as five hundred and eighty-six bucks as the world's largest retail dildo. Uh, <laughs> crazy uh according to the listing it says there may even be a soul out there brave or talented enough to use moby as a traditional dildo the listing says um you know if there is well every other no 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 crime doesn't pay and if Uh, it does sometimes it uses lube mm. (laughs) in that case a lot of in that case, a lot of lube. Holy cow. Talk about devil's advocate. Hello. Woo. Hello. Oh, my God. I mean, if the, about three feet, 40. Oh, wow. There, okay. You might as well. Once once you've used that, you might as well, like, put in, like, a pool table and, you know, a couch and uh, maybe some you know, table. It's a the conversation piece. Yeah. yeah. I'd drill the tip out and put a lamp over it. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. All right. What else? All right. What else we got? This one, yeah. uh, a little local news. This one out of ABC's 
seven Chicago. Uh, Brighton Park resident uncovers a World War II artillery shell while digging in his backyard. Good what? <clears throat> uh, someone uncovered a bit of explosive history Wednesday morning in their southwest Hello? side backyard. The Brighton Park Hello? resident was digging when he came across a, a live 75-millimeter artillery shell dating back to World War II. So according to Chicago Police Postman Tom Ahern, the man called in police officers who showed up and radioed in the bomb squad Good Lord. to the home in the 3,000 block of West 38th Place. The bomb squad x-rayed the shell and determined it was likely live. Oh, shit. The squad... <laughs> Removed it to a remote. Are location. we sure? Wait, wait, wait. Are we sure it wasn't a three foot by forty foot, forty pound dildo <laughs> from World War Two? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, why not? So the squad removed it to a remote location and exploded it with a counter charge, which is standard practice to disarm possible explosives. The team was able to confirm the shell was from the Second World War by markings on the shell, saying Operation Penis. Mm. Mm. We just want people to know that if they ever come across anything like that, a suspected explosive device, to clear the area and call police. It was unclear how the shell got into the person's yard. It's like... No, because what am I going to do? Hey, everybody, come on over. Let's go like the squirrel roast marshmallows over it. What the hell are you yeah. going to do? Yeah, yeah. Let's, just let's keep it ahead. under 50 people so Lori Lightfoot doesn't uh, bring yeah, the hammer well, down. Well, no, in that case, let her come by. Anyway, um... <laughs> Maybe that's where the three foot by forty oh. foot. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no. uh. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh. Get the scholarship. Oh. Eddie Bazoo. Uh, he, he, he got his certificate in the mail. There we go. Mm. All right. What else we got? Let's see. Um. Mike put up something about the fact that some lioness in heat bites a lion's balls at the Rotterdam Zoo. What? Yeah, the image pretty much sums it up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you want to you want to read this one, Mike? It is your story. I'll let I will, you go have fun. I with. will. There's not much to it, but I'll just say finding the lion. Finding out lionesses have sex twenty to forty times a day when they're in heat, and if her man can't keep up with her. She demands to mate by biting his balls has been the highlight of my day. You want to know why? You want to know why this is happening? I'll tell you why this is happening. This is happening because someone stole her three foot by 40 pound dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Photos here. This is from 9gag, 9gag.com. Uh, mm. Someone named Jasmine Rice posted these photographs from the Rottingham Zoo. Um, no, like the photos were taken by photographer Johanna Koch. <laughs> K-O-K. Oh, are you sure? Are you not sure about that? Yes. <laughs> At the Rotterdam Zoo in the Netherlands. <laughs> are you sure you don't mean the nether regions? And there's the, yeah, there's the, <laughs> and there's the, the close up of the male lion's sad face. Uh, the caption reads, honey, please. I'm tired. <laughs> but I want uh, more I want more and then there's other captions saying um, me being horny when he just wants to play video games <laughs> according to the zoo the lioness is a juvenile one of the three that were born in the zoo in August of 2018 uh, to mother Ladana and her father Apple 
It is not a lion being prompted for another round of mating, but rather a lion being bitten on the balls by a cub. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, so incestual. Got mm. it. Interesting. <laughs> This is wrong on so many levels, folks. It's <laughs> either that or send a lioness through the drive-through strip club. Yes, yes. So gotta, you got to take get it out somehow. Gotta... Yes, <laughs> get it out. Speaking speaking of things that need to get out, apparently emus are now banned at an outback Queensland pub after <laughs> bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little confused why they weren't banned in the first place, yeah. but. So legal uh, eagles got kicked out, huh? Maybe they're stealing so, giant uh, an dildos. Outback, an outback uh, <laughs> Queensland pub has banned emus after a spat of bad behavior from feathered guests. Um, I'm just going to go through the key points. The Gakara Hotel has banned a gang of local emus. So not just one, uh, known to steal food and drinks. Uh, the owner has erected, erected, this is horrible timing, uh, barricades to prevent the birds from entering. An emu expert warns that people can be need to be careful around them as they can get aggressive. Okay, so apparently there's a hotel uh, where there are emus, and they barricade the entrances to keep the birds out. Uh, they've learned, but apparently they're learning to climb. Well, of course they're learning to climb. They're birds, you dumbass. Um, and they have more than that. Know, the ability. Yeah, they can even but, fly. But I, I bet they, they I can. Yeah, the emus, like, uh, emus are flightless birds, I think. Oh, are they? Okay, but yeah, they got. Are they like ostriches? They're flightless. All they do is stick their head in the sand and do shit like that. Well, apparently they do a lot more than that. Um, uh, we didn't really want them becoming patrons at the hotel, uh, because when they do get get in here, they behave a bit badly. Well, no shit, they're emus. What, what were you exactly? Were you thinking? Uh, well, emus are yeah, known to target tourists, to steal food, drinks, car keys, and general make make a mess. No, really, never would have guessed. Um, why? Okay, so I'm looking. Okay, their idea of what a hotel is and my idea of a hotel in this picture are very, very different. This looks like a house. Um, I hate to like tell you what kind bed of house. breakfast or something. Yeah, it doesn't look like a hotel to me. Okay, but um, people have been killed by them. That That's not shocking either. Oh, that's not um, good. Uh, but apparently not by these. But yeah, um, <laughs> the, apparently anything that looks like a chip, they'll basically eat. Well, apparently there's a 30-foot dildo that apparently we can find out if they'll eat. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if we can get them to eat it, there's a scholarship in your name for the Devil's Advocate Scholarship. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Mike, Mike, yeah, I know you got another one here. Apparently, this is very cartoony in nature. Yes. Uh, in Maine, uh, a man has sawed his neighbor's garage in half over a property line dispute. Oh my God! <laughs> did he did he paint the line down the down the uh, the roadway as well, or what the hell yeah. is this fucking yeah. empty shit? A, uh, a dispute between two neighbors over property lines escalated when one man decided to remove half of his neighbor's garage, which was built on his <laughs> land. The property issues... line shifts right here. Right here! The issue started in 2016 when Steve Ritter, the owner of the of uh, the street in Maine, in uh, Dover Foxcroft, apparently is the town, passed away, and his wife... 
uh, took over the property and began to rent it out. Uh, so uh, the neighbors who lived next door said they had numerous problems with various tenants over the years and even tried to buy the property from the widow. But their problems came to a head back in April when the bronze, they dumped a load of wood chips over near the property line and the bronze told the Bangor Daily News the wood chips were needed to help a tractor traverse the downhill grid in their backyard to clean up the mess that had fallen. But anyway, the, the widow's son, Blake, saw the massive pile of wood chips. He put a stake near the pile and told the bronze to move it because it was on his property. They refused, claiming the wood chips were on their side of the line. They hired a surveyor to confirm that they owned the land in question. When the surveyor came to inspect the property, he determined the property line ran down the middle of the driveway and through the garage. After a second surveyor confirmed the findings, the Raiders asked if they could retrieve their father's ashes from the garage. The bronze agreed, but were shocked when Blake allegedly trashed the place. Shit. We said, please do. We want our property back because we've been paying taxes on it for years. Tracy told a newspaper. That's Tracy, the, the widow. Uh, but when he went over there and started throwing trash all over the place and smashing glass and taking bureaus and throwing them outside the yard. After that, they had had enough and decided to take matters into their own hands. So he grabbed a sawzall. That's a reciprocating saw. And proceeded to cut the garage in half right along the property line. So nobody has been to the house since Gabriel cut the garage in half and the Ritters have not spoken with any media outlets about the dispute. But I mean, it looks like something right out of Bugs Bunny. I mean, people need these people need to get the devil's advocate scholarship. Sharing is caring, but they don't want to share. So, wow. You know, you know who'd be great to 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 judge the 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 devil's advocate scholarship? Who's that? Benedict Cumberbatch, aka Doctor Strange. And you want to know why he might be the best person to do that? Because why? apparently, because apparently, um, apparently, uh, and, and I'm looking at this here. I'm trying to find exactly what it is. But apparently, uh, he decided to uh, uh, pop in. Uh, to a Manhattan comic book store as Doctor Strange. Yeah, this is back when they were filming it. Um, apparently, this was back when they were filming yeah, it. Yeah, in 2016. So, yeah, so apparently he popped in there is, is that, so, you know, he would be a perfect judge for that. Um, That's awesome. Let's see. Yeah. Oh! Oh, here's perfect. We've been talking about emus and and all kinds of crazy stuff, and we've talked about chainsaws this is perfect, because speaking of chainsaws, we need to be worried now about baboons carrying knives and chainsaws spotted <laughs> in a safari park. Man, you think the emus are bad around here? Holy shit. Well, the okay, so baboons at a popular safari park have been spotted with knives, screwdrivers, and even a chainsaw. Uh, the primates at Nosy <laughs> Safari Park and Merseyside I could be saying that wrong, are already known for their destructive abilities and have been pictured previously pulling things from visitors' cars. But now some of the staff are concerned that the baboons are being given weapons for a laugh by park goers. According to the Sunday Times, one worker told the newspaper, we're not sure if they're being given the weapons by some of the guests who want to see them attack cars or if they're fishing them out of pickup vans and trucks. 
Uh, the workers say that the animals sometimes go into the people's toolboxes to grab what they can, hide it, adding one of the baboons was seen lugging around a chainsaw. Good God. I would train the, the chainsaw apes. to cut my neighbor's garage in half. Oh, my God. Uh, another – you know what? I would pay to see that. I would pay – you know what would be great? If the, if the baboon took the chainsaw and he cut the three-foot-long dildo in half. <laughs> that we that people would well anyway um so yeah another said they found knives and screwdrivers that they're using and questioned the baboons were being armed for, for by the visitors on purpose that sounds like a whole bunch of dumbasses that yeah, sounds about the article's right from yahoo but the caption here of the article on uh, squares page shows like 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 a dozen or so baboons over this car up on the roof yep. on the windshield on the on the on the hood crazy uh-huh. man out of control hey george where's my toolbox i don't know I yeah ma- yeah down the chainsaw you damn dirty ape crazy uh, wow crazy baboons without with crazy crazy baboon monkeys with 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 weapons to chase us because we've not heard anything about crazy monkeys at all recently on multiple occasions um, <laughs> um I feel like, like I'm, quali- I'm best qualified to, I feel like I'm best qualified to do this story because this will make a lot more sense if I do it. Um we're actually now that sports are back, we have news of the sports. Yay, return of the news of, of the sports. Or news of the or sports of the weird, whatever the hell it is. The squares um, of the sports of the news of the something. Yeah, something like that. So, news of the weird sports. Tom Brenneman, who is the son of the famed Hall of Fame uh, announcer Marty Brenneman, now does used to do Cubs games was and and is now a regular on Reds games. Um, Mark Tom Brenneman decided well they were talking about uh, they were talking during the Reds game and they were apparently they were playing uh, the uh, against the Tigers and Brenneman uh, was talking about a specific player and it reminded him of. Um, of old, of an of an '80s player known as Jack, known who is known as Jack Clark, and he played for quite a few seasons. Uh, and uh, Brenneman uh, decides to sit there and he's talking about this person. He said, "Oh yeah, he's a nice guy, and he he used to live next to him." And and then he said, "You know, I think he I think he's dead. He recently passed away, right? Uh, no, no, he hasn't. No, he has not, Tom. Uh, Jack Clark, very much, very much alive." <laughs> very, very much alive. Very, very much not dead. <laughs> not dead at all. Um, and um, please check your facts. <laughs> and well, and I, I heard the clip, which is he's sitting there going on, on talking about it, and then he goes, "Oh, I guess he's alive. My bad." It's like. No, dude, don't even... Uh, you can't backtrack that shit. Not now. <laughs> no. at, least, at, least make it, at least make it sound like a question. Hey, can somebody check if he's dead or alive? That might be Someone a Someone just more. used but the no. internet. Jeez. Yeah, just jump <laughs> on the internet for a second before I say it out loud. But this is see, this is what happens when you do baseball. Baseball is there's there's stuff not going on. It's difficult. It's the most difficult sports commentary you can do. 
It's not, well, yes and no. It's sort of easy because you can sit there and talk about just about anything, and then you got to bring it back. Whereas, whereas with the other ones, you got to constantly watch and what's going on and boom, 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 and all this stuff. Baseball is really lazy. Anyway, yeah, but it's a, well, I mean, does the long pauses between plays so you have a, it, 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 the you up and down, yeah. it, 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 it messes with your concentration? If you say so. I always thought baseball was easy to do because you could talk about all kinds of shit. I mean, you really well, could, I mean, but, well, at least with baseball, you know, it does have its moments where you can just get into a slight conversation before bringing it back. Unlike basketball, yeah. where you have to be on top of it every second or football. Yeah, have to, yeah but same thing with football. Yeah. yeah um, all the pauses but yeah, are not as. But yeah. But, okay. but, but, but just, just to be clear, Jack Clark, not dead. Thank you, Tom <laughs> Bredeman. <laughs> Tom Bredeman. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, uh, this is going to come out poorly because of the fact that Kobe's no longer with us. But you're, there was that period of time when Kobe was on trial for the possibility of rape. And um, this was back when Larry King was still um, doing the show on CNN. And right. they thought it would be a great – and one of, and his people thought it would be a great idea uh, to get a hold of the Lakers' legendary uh, golden voice of the Lakers, Chick Hearn, to talk about it on the show. And that would be a great idea, except for the fact that Chick Hearn was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they really did call the Lakers so and ask if they could get Chick the Hearn. Way, yeah. yeah, yeah, if they could have Chick Hearn come on the show that night. Uh... And yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of news of the sports or sports of the weird, I'm only bringing this up because it's too fucking funny. Um. So if you're not aware, the NBA has started playing, and they're playing in this bubble, and you're not supposed to leave the bubble, and you're not supposed to go outside of the bubble. Down risk in risk exposure. Risk exposure, or anything along those lines. Um, hold on, now this is not letting me do what I want to do and read this. Okay, there it is. Um, however, um, you know, here's the thing. So apparently... Um, yeah, so the best way to put this is, I'll just read the story, which is, if your boss calls, or even worse, a security force that works for your boss calls and asks you why you were in a gentleman's club when you most certainly weren't allowed to be in a gentleman's club, because being in a gentleman's club during the global pandemic is not exactly what the CDC, let alone the NBA, would advise, then a decent answer, considering there are no good answers, might be that you stop briefly to pick up some food. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just picking up some wings uh-huh. it was completely innocent uh-huh. it's almost no different than picking up dinner anywhere except oh, of course really? it offers a kind of scenery you can't oh, get at say the McDonald's drive through <laughs> so at least Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers has that going for him According to Lou Williams, and this is on Twitter, quote, Magic City has got the best wings in the city. <laughs> and it might. Magic City, the famed downtown Atlanta gentlemen's club, absolutely might have the best, might be the best place in town to get some wings. Williams would know. He uh, was there. Because, because <laughs> he, he grew up there. in Atlanta. Because he grew up in Atlanta. Oh, he also hyped another, he also hyped the Blue Flame another gentleman's club in the city for its wings. Uh, Williams grew up in Atlanta and played for the Hawks uh, in 2012 to 20, 
2012 to 2014. Magic City is just a few blocks from the Hawks' home court, and its signature wings are literally named after him. Lou Will, Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings, the menu reads. Hmm. Understanding wow. that Williams, Williams was in Atlanta on an approved absence for the NBA bubble to attend his grandfather's funeral. Dude! Oh. back to Orlando and thus oh, incapable of getting some of his beloved Lou Will lemon pepper barbecue wings until potentially <laughs> October. Then you can hardly blame Lou, Lou Will for trying to load up except, well, there's this billion dollar operation called the NBA not to mention well, the he, Clippers hopes for he an needed some comfort food to grieve for his loss. Nah, and tits. That what it is. He was eating his cares away. <laughs> so, yeah, I, like I said, I wanted to bring this up because I think it's hysterical. That basically, yeah, he got busted. So he got busted yeah, when, yeah. He, when he appeared. He appeared in, wait, get this. He got busted when he appeared in a photo inside Magic City that was posted on Instagram, Instagram by recording artist Jack Har- Harlow, who might now be known as Snitch the Rapper. <laughs> Even more than Takashi? Um, that's, this is from Doc Rivers, their coach. That's sim- something we obviously didn't enjoy seeing. Uh, Harlow tried to claim it was an old photo, but that wasn't true. Williams was wearing the very mask the NBA issued him just weeks ago in Orlando. <laughs> this thing is awesome. Williams messed up immediately and said he was just there for the food. Either way, he wasn't socially distanced from Harlow, who is not a magic Yeah, it's not like he's eating the wings off her back or something. Yeah. Well, no, but apparently the guy he was with was not there for wings. Um, (laughs) So this goes on. This is on the Squares page. You can read all about it. I can't remember what NBA star vouched for the fact that, yes, they have good wings that I couldn't stop laughing about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me you play know, devil's it... advocate here and just say that, you know, he was grieving for his grandfather's loss and, you know, rest uh, in peace. Uh, but, I mean, he just needed some needed some comfort food. We all got to eat, man. Uh, just like the strippers in Houston. They got to eat. Well, yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff because uh, – <laughs> um yeah so you gotta be careful with that yeah, because because worse comes to worse it, you know you could end up instead wetting the bed and being attacked by a woman with a machete yeah oh my because because that's our next story by the way oh. is a woman upset with a boyfriend who wet the bed attacks him with a machete we should and this is another part. chicago story no uh no explosives found in the yard here she's yeah, 39-year-old Deer Park woman allegedly snuck, struck her boyfriend with a machete after getting upset with him for urinating in the bed in their north suburban home. Um, <laughs> she grabbed a machete and hit the man in the head, causing a serious wound. This happened in Lake County, Illinois, by the way. Um, the man who lived with her is uh, recovering, is expected to recover. Uh, the woman is being held on $30,000 bail. I'm sure she's out by now. Charged with felony domestic battery, felony battery, and two misdemeanor counts of battery. Um, Her next court appearance is later this month in in August. But... Whoa. What the bed? What were you... Well, who knows? 
there. Either that or she was going to bite him in the balls like the lion. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I, yeah. So let me ask you a question. Would you rather be bitten in the balls or hit in the head with a machete? God. I'm just going to go get some wings instead. I don't know. Uh, seriously, at that point, it's all about the wings. <laughs> They're magic. It's from Magic City. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Okay. Um, I think we're up um, yeah, I think we have found, I think I know where the, I think I know where the dildo went, by the way, guys. <laughs> went to Magic City? No, well, yeah, that, well, that, well, now that would make a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Mike posted this story about the lottery winner. Do you want to go here or should yeah, I? Yeah, I will, uh, I'll partake. There's another one from Scott. Scott! A desperate lottery winner offering men $77,000 to date her. Uh, for some people, finding the right person to date can be a challenge. Even with all the apps and matchmakers out there, sometimes nothing seems to work. But that's what a 23-year-old named Jane Park feels has been happening to her. But she plans to put an end to it, and she has the means to do so. You see, Jane, who lives in Scotland, is the youngest person to ever win Europe's continent-wide lottery called Euro Millions. When she wow. was 17, she played the lottery for the first time and wound up winning $1.2 million. But rather than bringing her everything she's ever wanted, she says the money caused her to become lonely and empty. Telling the UKs this morning, I wish I had no money most days, I say to myself. My life would be so much easier if I hadn't won. I thought Give it would, me. I, yeah, I thought it would make it ten times better, but it's made it ten times worse. However, she now plans to use the money to fix her situation by offering $77,000 to a man who will date her for a year. Done. I gotta move to Scotland, though. That's the problem. However, while she plans to give her man the allowance, Jane expects him to spend it on her by taking her out to fancy dinners and giving her pricey gifts. Before he can be chosen, her future beau will also have to go through some on-camera interviews, which will later air on a documentary about her. Of course. Already she's getting tons of offers from men across the globe. Wow. This... So wait, let me see if I understand this. I got she's turned her she turned her lonelies into a reality show. Right. So just just to be clear, so it's you're gonna, gonna pay me seventy. Fun. You're gonna you're gonna pay me seventy seven thousand dollars, and yet I gotta pay for everything. I'm sure she'll get to keep some of it. The dude will probably be able to get to spend some of it on himself. Well, but you're spending okay because we're getting seventy seven thousand dollars. Actually, over the course of a year, that seventy-seven thousand dollars is just going to return back to her in the way of getting gifts and fancy dinners and doing whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, yeah, so I mean, basically, I'm not getting. Actually, I myself am not getting seventy-seven thousand dollars. I'm getting a portion of that seventy-seven thousand. No, what I'm getting paid is I'm getting paid. I, well, I'm basically a sex slave or a. I'm getting so, pimped out. Part, oh, yeah, she previously had a very public relationships with both a British talent show contestant and a reality star that both ended in messy breakups. She so had never guessed. Yeah, hopefully not only will she find success with her next boyfriend, but she'll prove that money can buy you love. You know what she really needs? Oh, no, no. She needs a <laughs> three foot, 40 pound dildo. 
Yes, and it doesn't smoke, it doesn't drink, and you don't have to feed it, so it's continuously and happy. To- when you get that $77,000, don't put any money into machetes. Mm. Or get into unless, it unless you've got baboons. Right, the baboons could fight and defend you against your yes. if she goes comes at you with a machete. Right. But whatever with, happens, don't don't let it happen. Whatever <laughs> happens, don't let it happen in the creepy clown motel. Oh. Because apparently there's a creepy clown motel by an old cemetery. Uh and That's apparently this is uh this is in Nevada. Uh I don't wait, I'm trying to read this, uh if it becomes scary enough, we want to come one of the staples of pop culture that there was even there was a scary clown obsession a few years back. But the epicenter of that that scary clown phenomenon is the clown motel in the remote desert town of Tona Fava. I, I can't pronounce this. Uh, Tona Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, the motel, which we learned from, uh, where we learned about from the Parks and Cons, uh, was once one of America's scariest motels. It has 600 clowns inside. It's walls and is close to the old um, Tunafa Sanitary. <laughs> the, clown, the combination gives the clown motel not only a reputation of being creepy, but legitimately haunted. Um, down, It's been downplayed for the creepiness of his motel originally. He stated that his establishment only had happy clowns. Are you sure? Did you ask? Um, <laughs> which I say, all, all clowns are happy. When they're trying to scare you to death. Wonderful. Lovely. Uh, according to Thrillist... I guess somebody needs to see Pennywise again. Uh, according to Thrillist, uh, this, this gentleman sold the Clown Motel in 2017. Another clown enthusiast then bought the property. A clown enthusiast. Uh, uh, and he added his own collection to the motel's already a substantial number. He estimates the lobby has 2,000 clowns, also, although he also thinks clowns are happy and wonderful... Uh, the purveyors of joy. He realizes the motel's creepy and haunted nature helps attract guests. To that end, he's added horror theme rooms based on The Exorcist, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and Stephen King's It Naturally. There you uh, go. The motel Yikes. is uh, motel is said to be haunted because of the proximity of the old cemetery. No one has been buried in that buried a body there since 1911. Oh. Uh, the old cemetery reportedly brings all kinds of ghosts. To the property, the guests at the motel have said various strange noises and sight. Oh well, maybe it's just a dildo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or it could, be Lou, I, it could be Lou. It could be Lou eating his wings. Leave him alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just scared to get wings. <laughs> anyway, so apparently there's a creepy clown motel in the middle of nowhere in in in, in Nevada. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't. There's yeah, something called big woke. bucket of no. There's, Apparently you take your uh, take your Scottish take your Scottish date there. Yeah, there you go. Romantic yeah, that, there date. we go. There we go. <laughs> go to the clown. Oh, yeah. Get you a, a fancy hotel stay. Yeah, yeah, the that clown. you're never going to return from <laughs> yeah, the clown hotel. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's something here about woke fishing that it, apparently this is something that's. Uh... Oh, I know what it is. Oh, I, this is funny. I forgot about what this was. So there's this new trend called woke fishing uh, on dating apps. So apparently what it is is uh, there are uh, people pretending to be more progressive than they really are in their politics so they can get laid. I've been part of that dating scene where they'll say, like, if you voted for this person, swipe left. 
So, yeah. Screw you. So apparently, yeah. to get some people are are purposely saying, "Oh yeah, altering I'm, their, I'm, yeah, lying yeah, about I'm their very political beliefs. and all that stuff." Yeah, and all that stuff, so they can get some. So yeah, that that story is on our. <laughs> yeah, I'm a too, total feminist. Up. I love women. Yeah, and, their, and well, their I love women too, but yeah, um, well, I love yeah, that too. too. Yeah. Um, would you like to get to the Gwyneth Paltrow candle story? Oh, again, the damn candles. Well, well this ain't, well, well not this ain't, really. yeah, not about Gwen, but I mean, a man yeah. lights a fragrant candle inside his car, and guess what? It can the car catches fire. Uh, fire <laughs> firefighters in Charlotte County, Florida. Of course, Florida man! Florida yeah. man! We can't have a. You know what the funny part is? A... I think that's our Florida, I think that's our first Florida story of the day. Yeah. Yeah, um, Firefighters in Charlotte County, Florida, had to put out a car fire at a Culver's restaurant with the ooh, good size. <laughs> uh, Florida's got wait, Florida's got Culver's. Cul- yeah, Florida's Culver's in Florida. Wow. Um, the driver told the firefighters a fragrant candle he was burning inside the car it's accidentally the tipped over onto some papers and ignited the blaze. It's just a little wings. <laughs> Leave him alone. He stopped the car outside the restaurant and ran for a trash can to fill with water. In order to put out the flames, when he returned to the car, it was completely engulfed. <laughs> and he should be honest that he was at the drive-through strip club. Yeah, that's yeah. what he should be honest about. Yeah, that's on fire. That lady's hot. Oh, yeah. holy crap! Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, the car was a f- complete loss, and no injuries were reported. But firefighters, <laughs> firefighters want to remind motorists not to drive with a burning candle in their car. <laughs> And he was actually in transit when he had this candle going. Yeah, he had to pull in. He had to pull over into the culvers. Going when he's driving around in a car. He's driving around with a lit candle, and it it landed on some papers. And he's driving like, "Oh shit, better pull over." Like, "Oh shit, put this out." (sighs) Oh shit, better give this baboon a chainsaw. Um, (laughs) God, quick, hand the baboon the candle too while you're at it. No, (laughs) hurry up before the emus get here. Yeah, seriously. Maybe they were. Maybe he was woke fishing. Who knows? Um, so apparently, we need to. I think this is a Chicago story again. We're getting a lot of Chicago stories lately. Um, I think this is a Chicago story. Yeah, this is. Um, apparently, just the headline says it all. The headline really does say it all. It's called Uber Eats, not Uber Eats My Food. <laughs> Austin neighborhood Austin neighborhood man catches delivery or driver eating his wing order. Well, maybe it was Lou. Maybe oh, yeah. it was a magic wing. <laughs> he got him from Magic City. It was, it was his, yeah. Um, wear, wear, wear a mask, wash your hands, and how about keep your hands on other people's bags? Uh, there's a report that uh, uh, in the Austin neighborhood said his Uber Eats driver liked his food so much that the driver ate some himself. Uh, the 15-piece boneless chicken wing order turned out to be too tempty for the delivery guy. The whole thing was caught on camera, and the driver's explanation was simply that he was hungry. Well, you know, that's her word. He won't, know, he won't know just five of these wings, but <laughs> Now, let me play devil's advocate here for a minute and just say uh, that the poor guy, he's been driving all day and he smells the delicious food and he's delivering all day. Uh-huh. And like, oh, Got to cut him some slack, man. 
You know when he was, you know when he probably <laughs> said to the guy afterwards, he's like, he's, you know, these are good, but they ain't no Magic City wings like Lou. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Man, well, it could be worse. You, you, somebody could tell you that you're dead. Fucking Tom Brennan. I can't believe he did that. Uh, we only like, got a, we've only got a couple more here left. I know we're a little running a little long for. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we're running, we're running a little bonanza. Yeah, yeah we, we got a couple more here camera. before we head off. Thank you. Yeah, and, and one of them was really Ivan's going to die at this one. I couldn't stop laughing. Um, go ahead. You want to do the one on Alexa with the next one or? What, Alexa, is that, that it? Yeah, because i got to uh, do the next one. Da, 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 da. Yes, Alexa and Siri don't speak Chicago very good. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the signature, no, okay, the, according to the constable here, that Alexa and Siri, Alexa and Siri don't speak Chicago so good. So there's mm-hmm. a pa- caption here of the signature burger at Wahlburgers. Newly opened uh-huh. in St. Charles with Donnie Wahlberg and wife Jenny McCarthy greeting customers at the OFD, originally from Dorchester, a Boston mm-hmm. pronunciation of the kind apparently preferred by smart devices like Alexa. Okay, okay. But it says, does the woman in your life understand you? Alexa, where is the nearest yoga place, you ask? <laughs> and, oh my God, is the article... Is this article blocked? I can't read this. It's from the Daily Herald. But you know what? I don't think what I can read this. What a bunch of dicks. What a bunch of dicks. All right. Anyway, you get oh, the idea. So, anyway, so, yeah. Boston and okay. Chicago accents are not that uh, familiar to uh, Siri and Alexa. All right. This one, Ivan, I think Ivan's going to get kicked out of this. And Ivan will never hear the song again correctly hear this song again and think anything differently from now on. Hey, I remember uh, Sugar, the group Sugar Ray. Yeah, I remember Sugar Ray. Mark, Mark, Mark McGrath. Yeah, I do. Remember that song about every morning? That every morning song. Yeah, I remember the every morning song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently it's about pegging. <laughs> about what? You heard me. Apparently, it's <laughs> about getting pegged. Um. <laughs> No. Ouch. Uh, oh. Uh, so uh, this is an article from um, BuzzFeed. Uh, apparently, it's been an 18-year-old conspiracy theory in the making um, <laughs> about how any anyway. This past Saturday, I was listening to every morning as a certain and a certain lyric stuck out to me the for, for the first time. Uh, something's got me reeling. Stop me. Stop me from believing. Turn me around again. Said that we can do it. You know you want to do it again. Turn me around. Hmm. Um, uh, so, um, apparently, then he goes into analyzing all the lyrics and and uh, all the lyrics about this, and then and they go through it, and then um, confident in the guy's findings, he decided to take Twitter to my to take his arguments to Twitter. Um, less than two hours later. Mark McGrath himself chimed in to confirm the conspiracy theory. Finally, an eloquent response to the clearly obvious. Okay. <laughs> so there you have it. Mark yep. McGrath and Sugar Ray's Every Morning is about get a guy getting pegged. <laughs> All you people from Buttfuckers Anonymous have now been validated. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just think that's great. I couldn't stop laughing when I read that. I'm like, 
Nope, nope, nope. Never going to hear that song again. Never going to hear that song again. Okay, so either bit in the balls, pegged, or machete. Be it from baboons or emus. Uh, yeah, it depends. Yeah, am I, is, is the pegging being done by a baboon or an emu? No. That, that makes a difference in it all. Um, <laughs> the stuff don't feel like something other no, than... A, we, we, so we wanted to bring that. I wanted it definitely. Yeah. So here, by the way, Taco Bell now has a Scott Fiesta strength. That's for our buddy Scott. Of course we yeah. need that. Um, uh, <laughs> as we're running long on time, um, the... Uh, God, I can't believe this happened. The state of Rhode Island mistakenly sent 176 tax refunds signed by Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. (laughs) I don't even think we need to ask any more of that. I just think that's hysterical. When you wish upon a star. So we don't need to go much further than that. Um, Let's see what else. What else we got? Um, I posted. I, okay, so I posted a meme, and I'm probably gonna go to. Hell, we're probably all gonna go to hell for this one. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Which is, which is, I'll just read it. Which is the the picture is of a of a of a blonde haired young looking woman. Her name is Piper Perry. Uh, it it says she is a young Trump supporter that saved a police officer from an attack of group of protesters. But the media won't show it. Google Piper Perry takes on five men. And, takes on five men. She's a hero. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you Google that, yeah, you'll know what that's about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just say that she's a very, very popular adult film star. So go ahead. <laughs> By all means, Google Piper Perry takes on five men. She is definitely a hero. <laughs> Man. She's definitely a hero. I could not stop myself. I had to post it. Um, I, I, thought I saw that, one... too. <laughs> I think we... Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, we have the one... Well, it's not really... A... If you're on our page, swear to God, we have the wackiest shit you'll ever find. We have the one guy yeah, who's teaching the guy about martial... Yeah. The one stuff about the guy who's teaching martial arts who keeps getting hit by the other guy. <laughs> um, we have a we have an MMA fight between Spider Man, Batman, and Robin. Um, and and now and we that have has Mike's... like the animation where like the words pop out where they make the they hit they make the hit. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It does. Oh yeah, it does. Ouchie, it does. Okay. Yeah. You know, we do have a bunch of stuff about about comics and and, and pop culture stuff as well, but we do have some crazy ass stuff on here. Yep. To which we end our show tonight with. Something that Mike put up that looks like it might be from Scott. Uh, no, oh, I found this actually myself. This is from the Daily oh. Beast. So a lot of oh. crazy, crazy animal stories of what we deal with here. Uh, whether it be screwdriver and, and knife wielding, chainsaw wielding baboons to dangerous emus, uh, deadly emus apparently, and <clears throat> lionesses uh, biting lions on the balls. Ball biting lionesses. Yes. A uh, a cat has broken out of a prison. And is on the run after being apprehended with heroin and SIM cards. It was smuggling into Sri Lankan inmates. <laughs> okay. A cat that was detained at Sri Lanka's high security Wailikata prison on suspicion of smuggling drugs to inmates has escaped. 
<laughs> according to local media <laughs> oh, reports Lord. in Aruna. The feline delinquent was detained last week with two grams of heroin, two SIM cards, and a memory chip hidden in a plastic bag tied to its collar on the prison grounds. Wow. So police suspect that the drug traffickers who trained the cat are part of the same cartel that was caught using an eagle to smuggle drugs in a suburb of Colombo. <laughs> the menagerie of accomplices were associated with the underworld crime boss Angoda Laka. So Laka died while hiding from the authorities in early July, according to a local media. A man and woman, aged 30 and 19, were arrested Sunday for illegally cremating him and forging identity documents, according to the New oh, Indian Express. Lord. So while there's no stipulation for animal arrest under Sri Lankan law, police were hoping the cat would lead them to the smuggler's den, the media reports suggest. The cat reportedly scampered out of its holding room and escaped through a fence when prison guards came in to feed it. <laughs> and now the next adventure of animals gone bad. Last week, police raided a farm owned by associate of Laka and found an air rifle, bullets, and the eagle previously seen delivering drugs. It's like, like they had to line it up with other eagles. Like, this, this, that's the one. That's the one, officer. Uh, prison authorities God. say they have noted an increase in people trying to smuggle drugs, cell phones, and chargers into the prison in recent weeks, allegedly, allegedly to sell within the prison system. Was uh, it so, bro- were they broken out by baboons with chainsaws? Maybe. As they write out on bad the- emus. Emus That's and right. emus and baboons with chainsaws. And Sri Lanka drug smelling, drug smell, smuggling cats. Well, that you know, well, you know what just should comes later. Should become the lion and bites and those cats, cats on the balls. Mm. Yeah. Emus and baboons and cats. It's all mine. Indeed. Yeah, really. Holy cow. All right, so that's it. That's all we got for now. Yeah. For... Wow. Yeah. This was a we, mega uh, pack. We blew but... our. We literally blew our load. And yeah. Not like uh, forty. Not like a three-foot dildo load. I mean, bigger than that. Yeah, it was bigger. Not big. Big. Heavier, too. Holy cow. Um, Big. You you know what? All I know is I could use some wings. Well, just when you're driving to get to the place, just don't light a candle. Okay. I hear Magic City has amazing wings. Yeah. That's what I heard. Seriously. I'll eat them on my way to dropping them off to the Uber, to the guy who paid for them. That'll work. <laughs> Uber Eats, don't Uber Eats my foods. Yeah, unless it's being paid for by Mickey Mouse or Walt Disney. Right, you know? yeah, those uh, Rhode Island <laughs> tax refunds so are legit, and yeah. you get a lot of the wings with that. Yeah, call, yeah a whole Mickey Mouse, whole Mickey Mouse organization. Get some Gabriel Iglesias uh, Funko Pops. Yeah. You, know, yeah you can buy one now on eBay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, P.S., just a reminder, Jack Clark is very much alive. <laughs> we'll see now. Oh, In case you know what I play Devil's Advocate and, and think that maybe yeah, he's yeah. Dead. maybe well yeah maybe that's what Tom Burnerman was up to is getting the Devil's Advocate scholarship. He's Ooh, not wow. alive. So <laughs> oh, much for that, folks. You know what we really need to do? We need to find that guy with the two gigantic things of vodka and the orange juice. And the Pop-Tarts. Yeah, it was in front of the grocery store. Yeah, the yeah, the grocery store. And just tell them, hey, man, we got Magic City Wings. We're coming over. <laughs> yeah, come on. We're going to party with you, man. <laughs> we got Jack Clark, so fucking let us in. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you don't do that, we're going to whip out our three foot, 40 foot, 40 pound dildo, and that'll be the end of you. And play that Sugar Ray song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baboons and the emus on your I house. I swear to God, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I want to watch Ivan's. I want to hear Ivan's reaction. Just don't be that. digging in your backyard for any uh, World War II explosives. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. See, I dropped, see, that you know, here's, that's what I'm talking about. I dropped, I dropped musical knowledge on Ivan that he didn't have. Now he's going to yeah. have to give that. Yeah, just think, Ivan, you should play that on Twitch. You know this song is about pegging, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it's as shocking as turning Japanese by the vapors is, is about masturbation. I mean, you know. Why did everybody not realize that, that was? Well, in fairness, I used to sing that when I was on the bus when I was 10. <laughs> That's like my favorite song, and that explains a lot of my life now. But... <laughs> it's all about the wings, Jeff. Uh-huh. There you go. And it's all about this show, Mike. <laughs> Where can they find us? <laughs> We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell and you can subscribe. Thank and then you. when you get new shows and new content, we like sending new content to the you, the people. And of course, the people, we enjoy uh, getting news stories from our correspondent, Scott. Scott! You see all these crazy articles on our Facebook page. And Ivan. He sometimes spins his records on Twitch. You can check him out there. It's J-A-V-A-A. And wait a minute. How's it? J-A-V-A-N. I-V-A-N. That's Jivan Ivan with too many A's. At twitch.tv. Or if you really, if, if you really need to find <laughs> or, him, just look up Piper Parabu takes on five guys. Oh. <laughs> and we're on Google, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, and Apple. You can download the uh, the podcast there and email us at s o t r t podcast at gmail dot com. Spock. All right. Well, that'll be the uh, conclusion of the news of the squared. Uh, catch up with us again next time when we uh, hear Mike go eh! and uh, jo- Jeff go huh! and of course I'll go. Mm. Yeah. Next time we might even have a Jack Clark on the show. Uh, you gotta give him some wings. Sitting on top of a three foot dildo. That, that I'm not sitting on top of that. You can do that. <laughs> like the, uh, no, turn it, yeah. <laughs> if it's if it's tilted on inside, it would make a great. Well, list. I don't know. All I know is there's a there's a halo on my on my four post bed. You know. Ooh. That's, Ooh. Later, folks. Yep. Later, Gators.